Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast where we review and discuss. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, YA genre, genre fiction. fiction. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Christopher Pike's Master of Murder. Bah, bah, bleh. Yeah, it's real blah. Dud. I, I guess I was forgetting how many not so great Christopher Pike books there are. Yeah, it was like teen murder mystery author Marvin Summers has a secret identity as uh, Max, Max Slate. Slate. So no one in his high school knows that he's beloved author Max Slate, even though everyone reads his books. He's discussed in classrooms even. It's literally, literally everyone in town is reading these fucking books. No one is not reading it's these like books. like the Silver Lake Mysteries or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I know that you do not like Twin Peaks, but this smacked. The storyline was so yeah, fucking Yeah, I actually Twin thought Peaks. that. I was like, oh, I who killed that. Laura Palmer? Because it was like, who killed whoever the fuck the guy was in, or the girl was in the book? Who oh, she? who did kill Laura Palmer? That was like the question. Yeah. Where it was like, who killed I Laura Palmer? I think it was Palmer? Laura Palmer, I think you're yeah. Right. No, but I can't remember the name of the girl in the books that he's writing. Max. Oh, Hux. oh, Anne Mc. Right, Anne. Whatever. Anne. Anne. Yeah. And his little sister's name is Anne, and Christopher Pike names a lot of his characters yeah. Anne, or makes it a middle name. So, again, with the this is me. So, does that mean Christopher Pike has a little sister named Anne? And yeah. does it mean he'd uh, become a murderer at the drop of a hat? Yeah. That uh, was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. I was ridiculous. like, are you kidding me? I was like, please let there be some kind of spell on him. Like, <sighs> please. But oh. it wasn't. Let's take a step back. Yeah, sure. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing okay. I'm doing I'm doing mm-hmm. good. How about you? I'm good. How was your New Year's as if we, as if we were not together. together? It was great. You Great. invited me to do karaoke. Did a super cool girl invite you to do karaoke? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. At Did a you have fun? Korean karaoke place mm-hmm. that had twenty American songs and uh, five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand Korean, Korean songs. songs, and signs up everywhere saying that they don't condone escort services, except. I would say I did see uh, at least five. The lady doth protest. Yes. too much. I was like, thinks. okay. It's like giving an alibi when nobody asked for one. Yeah, like who (laughs) needs to specify that (laughs) unless you have a ton of escorts coming to your establishment. Speaking of which, we'd like to give a shout out to our newest sponsor, Feel Feel Karaoke. Karaoke. Down in Koreatown. Check them out. Feel Karaoke. Please do not bring an escort. Mm -hmm. An escort. An escort. It was fun, though. It was fun. It was a ton of fun. Super fun. Uh, I, towards the end of the night kept picking songs that it turned out I didn't know very well. Mm. Such as I Think I Love You by the Partridge Family. Oh. Thought I knew that song a little better. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. I chose Creep by TLC when I thought it was uh, Shoop by Salt and Peppa, which is mortifying. (laughs) And I'm very disappointed in myself. That's very funny, but also very fun. Mm -hmm. I was very drunk by the end of the night. Cool. Cool. As one should be. Mm-hmm. I was not. Mm. I'm glad that I wasn't. Because now I feel like I'm fighting off a bug. Oh, man. G- great timing. Mm-hmm. You were premonition. Premonitioning. I'm Much trying to like think of the dreams of a Christopher Pike character. I was just going to say that, but I was wondering, did any... Oh, right. He did a have prophetic dreams, but they were not really prophetic. Really, it was just his subconscious going like, hey, you were already writing about real things. How could he not fucking also, see that? Also, you're a murderer. <laughs> How could you not see that? How could you not see that you're writing about <laughs> what like someone got idiot. murdered in your town? Marvin is an idiot. Marvin he's is an, an evil idiot. He's an evil, um, delusional, narcissistic. Self, yes, narcissistic, self-aggrandizing. Mm-hmm. He is exactly the kind of guy who's like, mm, why don't girls choose the nice guy? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, that I'm gonna is, kill you and the guy you chose. That is the. He's a, a villain. That is the the like fucking Reddit troll yep. nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's a bad person. Mm-hmm. He's he's a predator. He's beyond bad, and he thinks he's smart. 
Yeah. He thinks he's so smart. He thinks he's so smart. Also, oh, and, he, and he like walks away from it like so cool and collected. Yeah. You know what it is? It's uh, Christopher Pike Gone Girl. Oh, yes. Right? They're both yes. terrible people. Yeah. Who end up together because they're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the basic plot is that this teen writer who has this uh, secret identity as Max Late teen writer <laughs> uh, gets a letter in the mail a fan le- along with his fan mail saying, I know who you are, then gets another one that's like, she doesn't love you like you think she does. Mm-hmm. And then another one, they're plotting to kill you right now. And was that that? That yeah, it. those were the letters. Okay, so three letters. Yeah. The lady in question is Shelly whatever. What's her Shelly Quaid. Shelly Quaid, who Marvin is supposedly in love with. He's so in love he's with her. So, they the made out one. once. She's the one. And she's so he's like. 17. And she's the one. She's the one. And she's so um like witty and she's like kind of a bitch. And like. Chanting and she glows. Her skin literally glows. You know what? She only sort of has green eyes, though. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of the green eye restraint yeah. until Anne has perfectly green yeah. eyes. Anne has beautiful <laughs> blonde hair and perfect green eyes. Gross. Also, I was like, does he want to fuck Anne? A little bit. He kind of does, right? He does. He wants also, to fuck his 11-year-old sister, Anne. Okay, you know what? I was really she's hoping. she's more beautiful than She's more Shelley. beautiful than Shelly. So, like, Shelly doesn't hold a candle to, to Anne's beauty. beautiful to 11-year-old Anne. Oh, my Anne. gosh. She's gorgeous and she's so smart she's, she's so super smart. smart she's super smart and she <laughs> loves marvin she loves marvin more than anything she adores him she wants to live with him once he turns 18 and gets a mansion where they can flowers in the attic get up yep. and have sex all the time i okay here was what i was hoping would happen in this book um when he gets the so he's like super close with Anne, right and she's already instantly suspicious of shelly she's like i don't like shelly mm-hmm. doesn't explain why that doesn't ever pay off Never pays off. It pays off in the sense that Anne is just a good she's right. judge of character. But there was nothing like, I don't know. I was hoping that. It's just that Anne is intuitive. Mm. It's so boring. <laughs> I was hoping that the letters were talking about Anne. Where it says she doesn't love you like you think she does. I was like, oh, please let that be about that Anne. Where so she's creepy. better. Because like, remember that one book where that girl, uh, the diabetic girl, uh-huh. uh, wanted to fuck her brother and she was the villain do you remember that oh wait a christopher pike book? Mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah yeah remember me remember me yeah i wanted something like that where it was like that would have been so much better so cool because then it turns out shelly's a red herring and it's like Anne, this fucking deviant like it's like almost like that movie orphan kind of but then also like that christopher pike book remember me i thought that would have been really cool but didn't happen i feel like Okay, look, I'm no prodigious writer. I'm not prodigious, prolific writer. (laughs) Um, I have trouble coming up with story. Yeah. But I will say that I think you and I would have been such good Christopher Pike editors and developers. Totally. We would have helped shepherd him into some much better books. Mm -hmm. I think, yes, he goes way astray from what would be the cooler concept i think our strength our strength is that um if you give us something kind of mediocre we can make it very cool i can't go from nothing but give me like just give me this fucking book executives yes there you go or we should adapt his books into movies which is what we've been saying this whole time. This whole time. It's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> Christopher, let's be why real. haven't you emailed us at teencreepspod at gmail.com? <laughs> so we insult your books every time we do an episode. It's only because we love you. It's tough love. It's constructive criticism. We see potential. This book sucks. This book sucks so hard. Oh my God, this book sucks. This book. Balls. It's a little like uh, die softly. Where it's like we're supposed to like the main character. And you can't. And you can't. Oh, Jai Sofley, she, she was too crazy, right? She yeah, was like was crazy, crazy bananas. Admitter. So <laughs> this is like a, a hair more acceptable. Yeah. The heroine. Well, because he doesn't um, turn immediately. He doesn't jump from like n- normal to I'm going to kill everyone immediately. That it happens later. crazy. <laughs> so, so what ends up happening, he starts getting these letters. 
as soon as he gets the one that's like, oh, okay, so Shelly's boyfriend, Shelly went out on a date with Marvin a year ago. Yes. A little while after that, the guy Shelly used to be seeing, Harry, mm-hmm. committed suicide. He jumped off a cliff. Shelly then drew away from Marvin. And then a year later, she's warming up to him again mm-hmm. at the same time that he's getting these letters. And at the same time, she's kind of dibble-dabbling with Triad. Oh, God, what a name. <laughs> Triad, Harry's best friend. Mm-hmm. And Meathead Jock. With big sausage hands. Big old sausage hands. And Shelly and Marvin making out in a jacuzzi. And mm. she's getting hot and heavy. And then she's like, by the way, could you figure out who murdered Harry? Because he didn't commit suicide. I know he was murdered. So that uh, Marvin can get some, he's like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. And then, and also, I'm like, I was so curious about this part where I was like, how come he has no desire to actually find out who killed Harry? Like, he's like, mm, I looked into it because I wanted to have another time in the jacuzzi. But it's like, you're not at all interested in this guy's mysterious death in your town. Like, that's crazy. He isn't until Shelley gives him the police reports, which. Ugh. I was so annoyed by this part because he's like, I guess, Shelly, I'll investigate Harry's quote unquote murder. Mm-hmm. So she, next time she sees him, she's got the police reports. And he's like, I guess I'll, she's like, it doesn't add up. They didn't look into things. He looks and he's like, okay, you crazy bitch. And then when he looks, he's like, hmm, this doesn't add up. Shelly might not have noticed this because she's not an amateur sleuth like I am. I was like, oh my God, I hated when he said that. gave you the report for that exact reason. It's because she knows things don't add up. Why are you pretending like you're smarter than her now that you see what she saw? That was so annoying. It was so annoying. little bastard. Because she is such a little turd because it totally was like, she was like, hmm, these don't add up. And then he asks her about it. And she's like, I don't know. I'm going to be vague because she doesn't. You know, because meanwhile, she's playing him. Yeah. But so she's like, mm, mm, weird. I don't know. Weird for just some weird reasons. Look at it. And he's like, Shelly couldn't see it because I'm a mystery writer and I know how to find her in the case. Also, you fucking asshole. She's the one who told you to look at this. How could he think that he's smart for thinking that oil stains know. were mysterious? That d- that was the first thing I thought. The fir- I am no sleuth. And seeing that list of like things about Harry's body, which were. Oil stains on his hands, blistered rope burn, blistered rope burn on his hands, rope burn on his jacket, rope burn on his on the armpits of his jacket, and then broken neck and uh, a lot of um, capillaries broken in his feet. Yeah, uh, a dirt. That's full of like weird that is things. Full on, not a normal suicide. Also, what is the police department doing in this town? Nothing. Jackal. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing is like. If you're so smart, why don't you realize that Shelly is playing you this entire time? She's because so Shelley obviously playing him. thinks that fucking Marvin murdered Harry mm-hmm. so that Marvin could have Shelly for his own. And he thinks that, that Marvin rigged it so that Harry hung off a uh, dock over a river or a bridge over a, bridge. a river and then fell into the water and died. So she thinks the only reason, so she's the one putting the letters in the box. She's having Marvin investigate his death. And then we're supposed to believe that merely, oh God, this is so (laughs) fucking stupid. The leaps of logic and nonsense that this sets up. Because it's like, oh, as soon as Marvin realizes, so he sees oil spill on the bridge, Mm. rope. Mm-hmm. all the things that you just said and he immediately deduces like oh harry must have been insanely jealous that shelly was going out with me so he set up a rope and he's like that reminds me of the rope i happened to be sitting yeah. on which he doesn't uh, mention the first what? time he was on the bridge it's Ugh. so i can barely explain this it's so confusing and it's not so stupid. all the conclusion fucking anyone would come to no so it's like he's so sure that Harry set up an oil spill on the road for Marvin on his motorcycle to slip on, run into a rope that he'd pulled taut across the road mm, to knock him off of the bike. Uh huh. And then would kill himself. Right. But then what happened is like none of that worked out. 
Harry lost control of the rope, hung himself, and suffocated for a number of days, and then eventually fell into the river. Also, and like was washed up where they thought he jumped off the cliff. Why in what universe do you see that and go, oh, clearly it's this? It's so crazy. The plan is so crazy. It's so fucking stupid. And then just because Marvin walks in on Shelly and Triad, like, full-on macking on each other in the jacuzzi naked, possibly having sex, possibly hand jobs. Mm. Who's to say? Who knows? Marvin is then, okay, well, I'll just do Harry's plan and kill them. I want to kill them. Fuck Shelly, that stupid fucking slut. Blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Mm. So all of a sudden, Marvin goes from the hero of the book to a enraged murderer. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. And it's weird because he's like, hmm, I kind of felt like I was going too crazy. And he's like, I felt uh, like I was thing? like, why am I doing this? Why am I willing to kill this person? And I, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, why are you? Why are you? You saw two people in a jacuzzi. She's not your girlfriend. No. Get the fuck over it. Also, like... And he he, he thinks that Harry did this. And failed. And, now he, and failed. And he's like, I'm going to do the exact same thing? Even though Harry's plan blew up in his face. Why are you using the same fucking plan, you fucking hanging yourself on your own... Hoisting yourself on your own petard? Like... Yeah. I didn't get also, like, it seemed like he was being drawn in a supernatural way to commit this crime. So I was like, maybe he, it, it's, it's not. Like somebody put a spell on him, but yeah. no. He's just doing it. He just straight up lost his mind. And then the next leap of faith we're supposed to believe in this story is that Shelley set that up and knew that he would then try the exact Do same the exact thing. same plan. How what? would she think How that? in the world? So, so we've got, Harry came up with this completely insane plan to kill marvin like mm-hmm. find another way dude this is a complicated plan an overly complicated plan yeah and then marvin figures it out too quickly and then marvin decides he gonna he's gonna do it and then it turns out shelly set him up to realize what harry did knowing that once he saw her in the jacuzzi with triad he would try to do the exact same thing how do you know that how do you know that? No, there's in no what way you universe know. do you know that? And also, like, for okay, how, and why? Why does she think? <laughs> why does she think that Marvin killed Harry? How, like, she just thought, because she figures out he's Max because he, and he then he writes Slate. mysteries. That's and it. Because he'd been, he had been right. So his fucking stupid bullshit series is just an exploration of Harry doing this. Yeah. Before Marvin even realizes he what's I can't even there are so many ridiculous things to try to explain to make this make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. So basically it makes no sense. like everything that's happening in Max Slate's uh books mm-hmm. is mirrored by what has happened in this town. Except like you and change like, the gender of some of the people mm-hmm. and it, it, whatever. And it's like we're supposed to believe that Marvin didn't even Marvin was writing what actually happened without even knowing it because he just yeah. thought Harry killed himself. Yeah. So yeah. So he's doing this all without knowing it, but he's such a good writer that he's like peeling apart what actually like, oh happened. Oh my god! The brilliance of my own subconscious. Yes. Oh, and now I'm revealing it to myself. What I'd already known. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. And also, like, it keeps. Ugh, he keeps reading his fan letters and they're oh, like, and Where do you get your ideas? Everybody wants to fuck him. Yeah, everybody Everyone wants to fuck him. Wants everybody his dick so bad. Everybody wants to like 1 900 call him. And like, he, like, here, I'll do whatever. Here's my panties. He, Take it. I love you. Yes. And here's he, nude photos of me. And he does. He calls them. Mm-hmm. He'll like call them and talk to them. Oh, yeah. Dirty. <laughs> I wonder if I took a photo of that part because I was like, You've got to be fucking. He called me. like three women in one night one time. He's insane. So gross. He's gro- he's a gross, crazy murderer. I also don't get uh, why he could not spend the money that he... I mean, he clearly could, right? Like, he bought a Corvette. He I, bought a bunch of stuff. I kind of 
bought that part, but only because like he's afraid his dad was gonna take the money. Fine. Yeah. So ridiculous. There's one girl that's like, don't make me wait, boo boo. She like, (laughs) but then and then, oh my god, this was how stupid it was. I I was like, why are you complicating things in this book in this part that doesn't matter? It's just to make him look really smart. It's when she is like, call me. I want to like, you know, don't disappoint me. Blah blah blah. And then it says. She didn't leave her number, but he he could find it from the operator and then call her if he wanted. I was like, why even create this wrinkle? Yeah, like like I guess you're uh, you can stalk people. Like, and why are why are we even hearing about yeah, this? Why, why do are we you care? Wasting my time. Why do we care? Nobody cares. All right, so here's <gasps> it's a little long. Here's the letter. So it says the next letter had no nude pictures enclosed. It didn't need them. Dear Mister Slate, I love your books. I love. <laughs> I feel like I know you. I see you in your work, a part here, a piece there. I have this fantasy about you, that you are really God and we're all just characters in your stories. Or that maybe you're the devil and that you are going to lead us into wicked sin. I fantasize about these things all the time. I had this dream about you last night. I'm a senior in high school and in gym, we still have to take showers. In my dream, I was alone in the showers, naked. And you came walking in wearing a black tux. At first I was shy, even when you told me who you were, because I didn't believe that you were the real Max Slate. Also, fuck that name. Max Max Slate. Slate. Go fuck yourself. But then you started kissing me under the warm shower, and your hands were all over my body, and I knew it was you. You were like the devil, because you were so forceful. But it was so good. The sex. That you were like God. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. The sex, in case you were you <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> I just spit up on myself because that was so. I forgot that that was so ridiculous. I laughed at it when I read it. That's so. It was funny. so good. The it sex. Was- <laughs> into the sentence <laughs> it's so stupid I'm just gonna read it <laughs> if I can you were like the devil cause you were so forceful but it was so good <laughs> it was so good the sex that you were like God as well the sex the sex oh okay alright what else could you be talking about <laughs> the shower <laughs> I forgot I've done that part with. (laughs) I don't know why this totally kills me right now. Okay. You can see that I'm a real big fan. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to write me back and give me your phone number. I want you to give me directions to your house. I want you to fly me to your front doorstep. I want a part of you, a piece of you. And in return, I'm going to give you all of me. I think it will be sweet. Don't keep me waiting long. Love you, Becky. Becky. Oh, gross. Oh, also, he fucked up right after. He says Mac casually set the letter aside. Mm. Where does the illusion start and the reality begin? Oh, here. And then here's what you said. Mac casually set the letter aside. Becky had not given him her phone number, but he could probably get it from information, capitalized information. Cool. I'm whistling through my braces. <laughs> She'd be fun to talk to on the phone. Sometimes, when he was lonely, he'd call out girls who had written him provocative letters, especially late at night. He'd had a few steamy conversations in the last year. Just because he wrote intriguing books, they all thought he had special insight into what made them tick. Blah, blah, blah. Of course, when he talked to them, he did nothing to destroy their illusions. Ew. Also, he's reading this letter when his 11-year-old sister mm-hmm. is right there. So he's Not sitting out there. loud. But no, he's, but he's sitting there with his like, fucking half-chub. Like, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful 11-year-old sister is sitting next to him. It was so good, the sex. That, <laughs> uh, what a fuck this fucking character. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks so He hard. sucks. He sucks and he's dumb and he's a murderer. And... Yeah, he would totally have murdered. Uh, yeah. And uh, hello, Shelly. She is a murderer, a murderer. For real murderer. So uh, the whole ending is that 
Marvin does try to complete his plan, sees that Shelly's on the back of Triad's motorcycle, <laughs> which he, I don't even need to fucking go into it, but there's this whole thing with he has to buy Marvin's motorcycle and Marvin sells it to him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he does it. He gets caught just like Harry did. Triad and Shelly go over and Shelly's like, ha caught you, you son of a bitch. You murdered Harry mm-hmm. and now I'm going to call the police. But Triad wants to actually murder him. Because of that, Marvin realizes that Triad murdered Harry. And then Shelly's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. She's like, wait. I, I, I thought it was Marvin. And she's like, maybe I love you. And he's like, mm, bye. And he just leaves. Yeah, he leaves. So there's this whole brawl. And then Triad has a knife to Shelly's throat. And he's like, fucking asshole. I'm going to slit her throat. Watch me. And Marvin just up and doesn't give a shit anymore mm-hmm. he's like no you won't bye and he's like what well, i'll do it and he's like no because if you do i'll say I'll it go to the police and if you don't then you guys can duke it out and i have nothing yeah <laughs> whatever to say about it and he rides off on his folk fucking motorcycle and he leaves his corvette and then he reveals to the school that he's max late it was so <laughs> silent you could hear a pin drop <laughs> Why? And he does it via a live read, like question answer set in the school fucking I cafetorium. Mean, why, why is this even happening? I it serves no know. purpose except to be like, oh my God, now everyone knows he's next. Night. This book is problematic. This book is <laughs> real so problematic. And not just like it, social justice warrior style, like not PC. It was but just like, like, no, there's problems the f- with it. There's fucking serious it, problems like, with it, this d- book. Like, there are huge gaps in plot. Mm-hmm. There are huge, like, jumps in logic that we are supposed to make. As, like, He seems to want to fuck his sister. Everything's confusing. I really it's wish that, he, out fantasy that the sister wanted to fuck him. I really wish that. Or that she, like, wasn't really his sister or something and had planted herself in his family somehow. I don't know. That'd I had crazy. some, like, like, or- <laughs> like, orphan style. Like, I was picturing, like... She's actually 30. She looks like she's 11. Oh, that is orphan stuff. Yeah, I wanted that. <laughs> I wanted it to be like creepy, scary. That's funny. But I was never scared in this book. Never no, once. W- and then, yeah, it, the end is like Gone Girl and they end up together, even though we know that Shelly killed Triad and they're now sitting on his body. And then there's a whole thing of like, oh, they're sitting on his body. How did Marvin know to go there and sit directly on Triad's grave now? Like, I don't know. How did you? Yeah. Care to explain that? No? Not going to explain that? See, there's, okay. not, there's not enough, like, magic in this magical realism for me to, like, buy any of the shit. It's just, it like... doesn't think that it is magic. And so everything is instead bullshit. It reminds me of that quote from X-Files, which is, um, if coincidences are just co- coincidences, then why do they feel so contrived? <laughs> This whole book was contrived. Mm-hmm. It was. <clears throat> it is a book. God. I also the back is a lie. The front is a lie. Wait, can I see the back? He wrote about his own murder. What? That's not what it is. Oh, that's not right. I hate it when it lies, and it lies so often. So often, it's either telling you the entirety of the book or it's a lie. Yeah. Okay. So the back is. No one knew he was famous. Marvin was an 18-year-old senior in high school. He was also America's best-selling author of teenage fiction. Millions of kids read his books. In fact, his latest series, The Mystery at Silver Spring, was the craze at his high school. Gross. (laughs) But Marvin wrote under a pen name and no one knew who he was. He was rich and famous, but he couldn't even get a date for Friday night. Except that he can. He gets a fucking date within five pages of the book. He dated before and dated after he wrote the books. Yeah. Anyway, the same girl, Shelly. Yet Marvin wanted to remain unknown. He was worried that his incredible career was about to hit a brick wall. That's really misleading. Uh, eh, <laughs> I mean, he's got writer's block. Sure. He does. The final installment of his famous series was overdue. His millions of fans were dying to know what was going to happen in his series, but so was Marvin. He had no idea how the story was supposed to end. Then one night, he opens a fan letter. It has come from his publisher in the usual way. But this letter states, I know who you are. And the postmark is from his local town. At first, Marvin's unconcerned about the letter. But then another arrives, saying more. 
Soon, Marvin is caught up in a web of mystery more complex and frightening than his own books. I'm trying to peel back the stickers so I can see the rest of this. <laughs> but too late, he realizes that the stories he has been spinning are true. Again, this is similar to that book that other... <laughs> this is similar to that. That is funny. <laughs> There's a cat. It keeps reaching its paw in under the door and boinging the door, door stopper. <laughs> She's oh, very yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very annoying with that. Um, but this kind of did a similar thing to uh, I. You're so good at remembering all the names of these books. I can never remember them. The one where she writes uh, those little stories in her diary. Give me a kiss. Right. The one where she fakes her own death off the boat. Yes. Or the or is it uh, yeah, whisper it, of death? No. Where her stories come through. No, 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 not that one. Okay. So yeah, it's one of those things where you hope that it's one of because when I reading this back. Not knowing what happens in this book, mm -hmm. my hope would be, ooh, cool. His like someone is like either recreating the murders in his book, or they're or they're coming, coming true, true. Yeah. or something cool. Mm -hmm. No, instead it's bullshit. It's instead, it's where do you get your ideas from? <laughs> bullshit, bullshit after bullshit. Let me look at some of the photos I took. <laughs> These are just little like sentences that crack mm -hmm. me up. Mm -hmm. He was already a bigger writer than anybody in the state. Besides, it was when he was out of control that he wrote his best, when the power flowed. But he couldn't have explained that power to Ms. Jackson any more than he could explain his love for Shelley to himself. And here's the part that cracked me up. Creativity and love. They were two sides of the same coin, two rivers that flowed in the same direction. The fuck does that mean? Wait. That doesn't make, that doesn't any, make sense. any sense. Since when are creativity and love two sides of the same coin? They're Who not. Said that? Who has ever said that? It's no one's fear ever and love said. are two sides of the same coin. Or fear and hate. Fear and hate? I think it's love and hate. Love and hate? Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. Yeah. Love and hate. And if they're two sides of the same coin, how are they also... Two rivers flowing two in the rivers same direction? Two flow in the same direction? That is a... It's a mix of metaphors that aren't even good. No. Metaphors. No. Ugh. That's it's, some... Just clunky, clunky writing. It really sucks when you read an entire book and you don't care about anybody or anything that's happening in this book. It seriously felt like homework reading this book. Oh, I'll read some of the Anne stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. So, so gross. Shelley could not have competed with his sister in a beauty contest. She was also a brilliant child. Both his agent and editor would have been shocked to know an 11-year-old kid was his only sounding board for his stories. Yet it was not as if Anne gave him ideas so much as that she had an uncanny knack of knowing which of his ideas should be discarded. Anne loved his books, perhaps more than he did. But sometimes she made fun of how he was obsessed with the dark side, because so often young girls similar to herself died in his stories. She had once accused him of writing dead sister books. He didn't believe the accusation was fair, but as a morbid tribute to her and her help, he had begun to make Anne the middle name of each of his female victims. Uh, yeah. This book was a real dud. I'm, I was pretty bummed out by it. I'm trying to figure out what book we're doing next. Remember Me Too. Ooh! That's, that's supernatural and reincarnation yeah. stuff. Yeah, that'll and, be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I don't remember <laughs> it very well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that she gets... It's like a separate people, right? As a Hispanic girl. Yeah. So that's good. Diversity. Diversity. Because yeah. there wasn't any in this book. Mm. Well, they don't specifically say, though. And yeah. Oh. No, actually. Well. Eh. Triad? Do they say what triad Unknown. looks like? Harry? They're all white. They're Let's all just white. admit it. We they're know. All white. They're all white. <sighs> I... The... <laughs> you look sunk. so sad. Sunk. I just... I can't even nothing makes it's it's like da vinci code where you're figuring everything out beforehand yeah or everything's just too pat everything's too neatly tied up yeah it's one of those things where Leaps there's no like medium logic. right there's nothing where i'm like man what a great twist and if i could go back like i could mm -hmm. find the pieces that you've left there for me cool but i didn't see it coming a mile yeah. away which i did here it was like I either am like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> or I'm like, or, how the that's not fuck? fucking possible? Like, what, what the fuck? Okay, so so she Shelly seriously thinks, seriously thinks 
that Marvin's plan to kill uh, Harry was to go on a date with Shelly, make Harry be jealous, and then just hope that Harry is going to set up a rope, hoist himself by the armpits, jump off of a bridge to create... Also, I had trouble with the physics of the... let me try to find that section, because... Oh, sorry. Now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, what did she say was happening? She seriously thought that he had killed. I, I don't think she knew exactly how, but she knew that he had killed uh, Harry. But it's like how, like, wh- <clears throat> I don't know. Also, the okay. Imagine you tie a little rope around your armpits, and then you tie tie the rope to like the side of a uh, the opposite side of a bridge and then you jump off the other edge of the bridge and you're hanging there and that slack is there if someone going like 80 miles an hour on a motorcycle hits that like rope don't you think that would hurt you if you're hanging on the end of it yeah it would like rip your arms off yeah. you, you would <laughs> like never crack nobody a rib or something nobody would ever do this no one would <sighs> ever do this <gasps> I'm trying to find the part where Shelly is like, "Here's when what she I gives her like done yeah. to him." Mm-mm. I like Mm-mm. when when they walk up and find Marvin tied up, hanging off the edge of the bridge. She walks up and is like, "You're so predictable." Yeah, it's like, like this that's funny, crazy but ass also, plan. How the fuck was any of this yeah. predictable? This, that's insane. So I guess maybe I mean they're really made for each other. If she thinks that what he does is predictable. Only she could think that because no one else would think that that's predictable. So basically, they're like natural born killers like Bonnie and Clyde. Like they're both so evil that they're just going to go be evil together. Uh, Yeah, they're just two shitty people who end up with each other, which great. Good for them. Yeah. She she burst out laughing. Then why was it you who was the one? Jesus. Then why was it you who was the one waiting? (laughs) Oh, man. What then why was it you sentence. who was the one? <laughs> then why was it you who was the one? <laughs> this is insane. Is this is this like every a- time I go to read something out loud, it seems so much funnier than it did when <laughs> I was just reading it in my head. Then why was it? <laughs> All right, waiting out here in the middle of the night with your piece of rope and your can of oil, she asked. Because you put me out here, Marvin said with his own bitterness. You knew I'd figure out how Harry died, but that was where you were wrong. That was, that's where we were both wrong. You thought I killed Harry. I thought he killed himself. But look at your new boyfriend, Shelley. Look closely. Who's trying to kill who? Huh? <laughs> and then Shelley wor- looked worried. What are you talking about? Marvin did what I thought he would. He acted just like he did before when he got jealous. We've got proof now. Huh? What? what? This is insane. I'm wondering if this book... The whole fucking fight starts. Did this book happen during... She must say at the end how... No, she doesn't ever say. No, at the end. When she says... When they are both like fucking evil villaining it out. On top of his dead body. Explaining their fucking plans. (sighs) Oh, when he says what what did end up happening, right? The series made me realize that the only way you could have known so much about how Harry died was to have killed him. So last summer, I began to suspect you. Da-da-da. But I needed to test you. Um, I thought you killed Harry because you were jealous. I came at you two ways. I sent you the fan letters. And then I made you suspicious of me. That's when she insisted on going back and forth on his bike. And taking him to the bridge where Harry had fallen and the rope was. So all of that means that she discovered where Harry had been hanging. Mm-hmm. Well, because she knew. And she figured out. So on t- there are so many fucking moving parts, but they're all moving around the same wait, goddamn thing. hold on. So wait. Exactly. Okay, hold on. So when she, when Harry died, right, the oil slick and the rope were originally set up there to kill Harry. And, oh, right, because Triad was there and killed Harry. Okay. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why it never went through and and what's-his-name never then spilled out on his bike. She never says, you're right, she doesn't say. 
She doesn't say. She doesn't say she's just like you. She thought she's this like was you Marvin just Marvin killing Harry. She literally was like, you knew so much about it. It must have been you. But like, but what? He didn't write what had happened yet in this series. No, it was because he didn't even doing know what happened. This that made him, him write, write, that the, write the rest the of it. Book. Yeah, it is. It's like time travel. Yeah, all of this depends on the other until yeah, it's, like it's a fucking paradox. Chickening and the egging yeah. itself as to what who figured out what and when. She spoke as if she was trying to convince herself. This whole test of mine was necessary to clear Harry's name and give me peace of mind. I had ample evidence that he would kill Harry in a jealous rage. So he killed Harry in a jealous rage by, you know what, making him hang off a bridge. I don't think she knew that part. I don't think she knew. I'm just realizing that. The motorcycle? No, she didn't set up the motorcycle. And the rope? No, that was triad. So she didn't even really know how Harry died. All she knew... Well, I don't get why she was drawn to the bridge, though. No, she wasn't drawn. She was specifically stalking. No! (laughs) This is what I'm saying. She was specifically... So the way that she gets Marvin to realize that Harry... The way Harry had died was by insisting they stop at a specific point on the bridge. Yeah, she's like, let's go to this place. look at this rope. And well, she yeah right because she made him sit basically on yeah, that rope, but she doesn't say anything about the rope. The oh rope is God. just there. So she, so none of this, none of this, because at the beginning, I feel like I feel <laughs> I'm like going crazy just trying to figure it we out. We need to have one of those like serial killer yeah, like ser- like yes with like, like string strings and yeah thumbtacks. So uh, all right, here are all you guys. You don't even understand. Here are all the fucking leaps of logic that have to happen at the beginning of the book we are to believe that shelly somehow indicated to marvin that she would say yes to a date now why in what way yeah why does marvin ask her out now yeah somehow she just like inspired him yeah because he was like oh she seemed really like uh sad because harry was dead um but now I feel like I can ask her out. It's like, she's why? She's just like, she's slightly warmer. She smiles at his friendlier. story that's read in the class. So it's like, okay, fine. She says yes to going out, but she insists that they not take his motorcycle. She insists. Right. She doesn't want to take like, it. Motorcycles are dangerous. You could kill yourself on those things. Get a car. He tries to get a car. No She go. tries to get a car. Neither of them can get a car. And she's like, okay, I guess we can go on your bike. And he's like, well, my plan was to go out of town. And she's like, I guess. Yeah. So they go out of town. And that's the only reason that they're passing that fucking bridge. uh, He wants to go to Pella, which is a neighboring town. Which is the same thing they did on their first date. Which is the same thing they did on the night that Harry died. Yes. Is to go across that bridge. So it wasn't even her idea. She tried to not be on the motorcycle. Yeah. And yet now those things have happened. So those now those things that have she happened. insisted not happen are the only fucking ways for her to get them to stop mm-hmm. at that bridge she needed them to stop at and just sit next to a rope. She, yes. She's like, next to she's like stop the bike. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. He's like, but it's cold. And she's like, no, no, no. Yeah. She's like, I want to look out over the water. Which wouldn't have happened if they'd taken a car. Yeah. So if they had stayed so in their that, town happens even though she was insistent that those circumstances not be set up she makes him sit on a a rope we Uh don't even hear about him sitting on the rope Mm -mm. until after he's like oh yeah yeah, i sat on a rope and then for no reason he's just sort of like i feel like going back to that place where we sat on the bridge next to that rope and he he wants to go back there and then that's when he sees that there's oil on the rope. Yeah. That's the only way he has to connect it. So mm. the leaps of faith are that Shelly assumes they will do the same thing, even while she's trying to prevent it. Yeah. And assumes that he will go back to that spot and see yeah. that there's oil on the rope the same way that there was oil on Harry's hands. That is fucking impossible. You yeah. cannot be that much of a fucking hypnotic mastermind. Yeah. You would have to be... You, that's mind control level yeah. it shit 
It's that as if they're being no possessed sense. by people or some kind of force to make yeah, them like do they're this. Being driven. Yes. But like and everything points to that except for the fact that, that nothing's not the to case. that. Ugh. So that and then from there she just so it's like she just knows they're going to go to pellet. She just knows that sitting on this bridge is going to stick in his mind. She just knows that Marvin for no reason on his own is going to go to that same spot on the bridge. She just knows he's immediately going to guess that and those she, were all related to Harry's death. She just knows that once he puts together how Harry died, um, if she makes him jealous enough, he'll do exactly, he'll do exactly the what same Harry thing. did. Exactly the same thing. And somehow she just knows that Marvin, in the same way she knows all of this, that Marvin, Marvin knows all of it too. That whatever he was fucking doing would drive Harry to try to kill them, which would result... In his death? No. Yeah. yeah. How could it make the him more die? I talk about it. The more fucking ridiculous it is. This is maybe I thought this was just a a subpar C pipe book. This is the this worst. Is one. Maybe the worst. This one. is worse. This is worse than, is than weekends. This, this is, is worse than so slumber party. Fucking confusing. Why this does makes she know? no sense? So and her uh, so with all of this knowing, she just knows that Marvin's going to do that. She just knows he's going to assume that. She also just somehow knows that the, the simple act of Marvin going out with Shelly made Harry jealous enough to kill himself and assumes that Marvin did that on purpose. That Even though yes, she's the one who she went assumes, out with Marvin. She she's assumes, the one who was more interested in Marvin. She's the one who was... Like getting, she was done on with Harry, yeah, and was all into Marvin now. But somehow, that made Harry crazy, which means Marvin killed Harry because, and Marvin killed Harry by making Harry jealous, by making Harry want to kill them and try to kill them with that crazy ropeway, death resulting in his death. <laughs> <laughs> and this is so bad. This <laughs> is no sense. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's so bad. Oh my god! It's very bad. I can't even. I'm trying to. You guys don't even understand. I don't know if any of this makes sense. No, I have no idea. Because but I read it. Guess what? And I guess what? Reading it, we didn't understand it. I can't. It's my. There's no. There's nothing about this that makes sense. You know what's weird? Reading the reading that book like while I was reading it. Nothing made sense, but I was so not invested that like I was just like, eh, whatever, it'll like pan out. And now talking to you about it, I'm like, it's all like, in harsh relief. Every, I'm like, Ugh, every moment doesn't make sense. It was like I was accepting it, but <laughs> I was accepting it when I was reading it because I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I just got to finish. This yeah, book. and I was ex- accepting it in terms of like, okay, I guess I'll just accept that they all figure everything out. But yeah, in talking about it now, there's nothing to have th- that they're, they're inventing yeah. everything. Shelley is inventing that Marvin killed Harry. She is inventing that Marvin will do the same thing. Marvin is inventing that everybody's just making it up. They're both making up these entire huge worlds and enough of their they individually made up worlds nothing align. To, yes. But not enough to be perfect. It, it, it's everything, insane. Yeah, they've built up these whole storylines in their head that have nothing whatsoever to do with reality. But the act of coming up with those storylines makes them so. Yeah. Yep. Basically, it causes the other person. It's like as if a prophecy were written mm-hmm. and everything they did to try to prevent the prophecy is this final destination it happening. It's like a final destination, Oedipus Rex. Yeah. Except it's terrible. It's really bad. Except it makes zero It makes sense. zero sense because like there was because, no prophecy. Just, yeah. Just because they thought that's what happened, that is what happened. Like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. And it's, the problem well, is the reality is different. So that's the problem. Because yeah. we're, we, as the readers, are seeing all of it. And then, and then the whole issue is that it was actually Triad who told Harry to do all those things. You know what? And I that's an insane plan. How on yeah. earth did Triad? So Triad is trying to kill Harry. Yes, 
And him trying to kill Harry is more concrete than Marvin made him jealous enough to kill. And that was a murderous act. Triad is actually handing him the tools and is like, yeah. do this. He's like, do this. Put but this rope still, up. Do this thing. How? Why does Triad think that's going to result in Harry's death? Triad is also I have just no assuming idea. things. I have no idea. Maybe he's like, I'll just push him down and leave him down there. And he'll be stuck. <laughs> and then no one will find him. I guess. I didn't get that. I didn't get fuck all. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing makes sense. No. What a flaming pile of nonsense. It was just, yeah. Yeah, this is officially the worst one. This is official. You know what's so weird? Coming in, we didn't think that. No. I just thought it was like an okay entry. But for all that the other ones are like either lame or poorly written or whatever, this one is a fucking mess. Yeah. Also, I was getting kind of, I don't think I would be as mad with how bad this book was if we didn't have our narrator telling us, like, see, the thing is, you you trick them with the, with the this and you yeah. never put the killer in the place over here and it's always this and, and I'm so that. brilliant and I'm yeah. a writer and everyone wants to fuck me and yeah. I want to fuck my sister and, <laughs> and uh, the, we're not saying that and... Yeah, I would not have been as mad with that. What he's kind of implying turned on the murder switch in Marvin's head is when he punches his alcoholic father Mm -hmm. after the father starts to get abusive towards Anne. Yes. So then it's like Marvin punched him and he almost beat him to death. So he left the house. And he knew that he could feel murderous when it comes to like a woman's... or. Or he just he it turned out he could be pushed over the edge. Yeah. And so then it's like, oh, the murder gene got turned on. Mm-hmm. And so then when he finds out, quote unquote, finds out that Shelly and Triad are doing it. Yeah. He's like, well, I've got that murder gene turned on now, so I'm a murderer. Also, okay. We keep calling him a murderer because even though nobody dies at his hand, exactly. He would have done it. He Utterly would have killed Triad. Oh, I'll, this is, side note, on the I'm a giant ego monster subject is when he goes to his speech class, the cool oh, the God. cool teacher who sometimes practices his guitar in the back. Uh, Which also I was like, that teacher is probably like inappropriate with a lot of his students. Hell yeah. He's for sure having a relationship <laughs> a with relation. one of his students. So instead of lead class he just has everybody talk about the latest max slate book he's like hey guys let's rap and everybody just talks about what they think max slate's like <laughs> and marvin's right in the room with them hearing everything <laughs> go fuck yourself no, like, no everyone no, in the room no, raised their no. hands when they asked who read the books <laughs> and it was everybody but marvin and a foreign exchange student who can't speak english that so well. she doesn't even count <laughs> no everybody loves his book and Everybody it was so gross when deep. everyone in that class, oh, all the girls are talking about how girls. hot he must be. And how they oh. want to be married to him and how he's like so deep and dark. But and like, God, isn't that like the, the ocean? It's like, what a terrible curse that like, you can't just, you just can't live up to the image. Like, it's so and hard to be what famous. What going to do? I hated this book. <laughs> I hated this book. The more I, I talk this about book. it. I hated this book. I hated it. I hated <laughs> it. Oh. oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'm i tapped out on things to say about this book. I have This, this, this book episode was... of the podcast has justified the entire podcast because <laughs> in discussing this book, we have... We've discovered realized, a lot about Christopher really Pikes. delved in, like... In, I'm going to be looking for that shit now. In discussing this book, we came to realize how truly terrible it was. And without each other to talk to about it, yeah. we would never have known. No, we would never have, have known. Just have been like, never have eh, known. I would have been like, oh, that's kind of bad. Not the greatest. I think we've come around. Yeah, I. We There's really nothing can't else. Pick this thing apart anymore. I'll go crazy. I will lose I don't my mind. Want to. There is. It is like staring into a black hole. It is like looking at the <laughs> abyss and having the abyss look back at you. It's like looking into the mirror on just like a Tuesday afternoon and then seeing like a baby version of yourself in the reflection and then the baby version blinks when you don't blink it is exactly like and that then the baby version of all before that happens it's wednesday 
And you thought it was Tuesday. You thought it was Tuesday this whole time. But no, baby, <laughs> baby you, you doesn't blink at the same time. time says you blink it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Who's right? It's exactly like that. Or it's like Atreyu and Bastion staring at each other in the mirror. Realizing mm-hmm. one and the same. Oh, my God. Everyone can be a hero. Yep. Except Why for... Why don't you do what you dream? Bastion. <laughs> Say my name. How many times have we brought up Never Ending Story? At least three, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Or that's at least the Bastion. second time I've quoted yeah. it. And then I think you were the one who told me what he does end up naming her. Yeah. What is it? Moonchild. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but he also says it was my mother's name. I highly doubt that your mom was named Moonchild. Is she Is she like a fourth grader's idea of Native American? Yeah. Yeah. Like a kid that was brought up in a place where they don't really teach much about it. Did you, in the fourth grade, go to, did you have a mission year where you studied? Yes. For California us, it was, uh, yes, fourth grade. Yeah, fourth, fourth grade, grade mission. in California is yeah, when you study you could, the missionary yes. history. You could either, you had to do a report on, on your chosen mission, mm-hmm. and you could either build a little build mission, mission one, or you could visit a mission and do a report on your visit. Um, I chose to visit a mission because I didn't want to build one, and I visited San Juan Capistrano. We had to do both. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think they were just lazy There's a mission in San Diego. Oh, yeah. And so we went there. So maybe because it was so close, mm-hmm. we didn't. Yeah, because for us, it wasn't both. everybody going. It was like you went on your own time with your family. Aha. Uh-huh. And you had to we do went like on a. Our own time. I definitely have photos from that day. Do you remember how like they taught it as like the missionaries were so nice and taught all the Native Americans all the lovely things like making wax <sighs> and making leather? I think, but there, I feel like there was a focus on what the Native Americans taught the missionaries. Oh, that was not in our case. Or at least it got equal time because in addition to the mission, we had to build the diorama of an Indian village. Oh, so we did not have to do that. That's very I cool. I remember my school being a lot more like... Like more cool. Yeah, in terms yeah. of like acknowledging that it was a little uh, more complicated yeah. than they were able to get into. Because uh, it was definitely like... Said Christopher Pike. It's definitely like Christopher Columbus came and like didn't behave on his best behavior. Oh, that was not at all. My school was so like, yeah. I tried Christopher Pike as a lawyer. We had a whole. You mean Christopher Columbus? (laughs) I did it again. (laughs) God damn it. So yeah, we had a trial for um Christopher Columbus, and I was one of the lawyers. It was like a mock trial thing. We. fifth or sixth grade no my school was so crazy like one of our we used to have like um for our debate class uh in high school one of like the topics that you could choose to debate was should we allow gay marriage that's intense yeah can you stop (laughs) i want to like kitty kitty poker with your umbrella it's like that snl sketch for the french Boy, the French version of the like cats do the funniest things. Oh, type yes, show. yes, yes, yes. Boy, yoing. Yes. <laughs> Try yes. to provide lighthearted commentary. Yes. Boy, uh, yoing. <laughs> oh. Uh, this cat is uh, realized that he is impermanent <laughs> and is very depressed about it. Boy, yoing. Boy, yoing. Boy, yoing. Who was that in that? It's Cecily, 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 Cecily Strong and Kate McKinnon. Ah, yes, yes, yes. The first one, I think the dude was uh, Adam Driver. Oh, love him. Mm-hmm. Great very guy. Good. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Very good actor. Have you seen Fleabag? No. <gasps> it's so Read good. It's so good. She's amazing. I'll check She's it out. She's really good. It, I was like crying in the last couple episodes. Oh. They looked at the summary and it seemed like just another like, this person's a mess, but they're also kind of selfish and we should empathize with um them. she is a mess but she's a it was different it wasn't it wasn't quite uh casual or uh transparent or for me she's of the other number of <laughs> look at these affluent white people be terrible um it is a lot of affluent white people being terrible that's why i didn't watch it yeah, yeah. she's really good though i would really okay. recommend like 
She she's recommended a very, it, very, that's why very good actor. I hadn't watched it already because I'm kind of over that. I would say it's yeah. of. I mean, I was never really. It's only it. six episodes. That's another plus. Oh, okay, because it's British. The so. only one of those shows I have enjoyed is uh, "You're the Worst." Oh, that's just good. Of dimensions to "You're the Worst." Yeah, yeah. I would say it's more similar to "You're the Worst" than the other ones. Okay, that's good. I mean, purely for her. I am obsessed with her right now. I don't. Yeah. So I recommend. Cool. Well, that's uh, a shit book. Don't read that. And mm-hmm. one recommended. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> so, Great. Good. I think even. It's even yeah. now. Now we've. We equalized karma. Yeah. If you go watch that, then we'll have neutralized the bad energy of this episode. There's a cat. There's another cat. Noodle. He stuck his tongue out at me. Hi, Noodle. Hi. He knew I was talking to him. <laughs> well, I guess we're sort of fizzling out on this episode. Yes, we are. We're looking here. at cats. So don't don't read Master of Murder. Don't read it. We want to skip scare it, you man. Or I'm really sorry if you read it in preparation for this episode. I would love to know if people are doing that. If anybody Reading has along. yet read the book beforehand. So uh, tweet at us at Teen Creeps Pod mm-hmm. if you've done that. Right on our. Just have something to say. Yeah. Right tweet, on our Facebook tweet, wall. Tweeted us right on our Facebook wall. Um, write us an email in the account that, that neither, not, of, us neither of us check. Checked. We never check ever. it. Um, yeah, so that's that. Stay cool. Next week is Remember Me Too. Burr, burr, burr. Peace. Peace.